we got the band back together. Yay! In Nebraska. Oklahoma, we made it. Nebraska. 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 We're in Nebraska. Grand Island. We're in Grand Island. Grand Island, Nebraska. Uh Nebraska Regional Convention. Nebraska Regional Convention. Number 39. Number 39. And so this collection of of guests that we have, bring them down into uh, five. Yep, build five, five guests, guests yeah. per episode. Hearing some voices from the Midwest we haven't heard from before. Yeah. Kind of excited about it. Yep. Yeah, first, podca- first time for three of the four of us to be in this state even. So yes. exciting. We've already had tornado clouds, high <laughs> winds, uh, storms, and all kinds of Midwest stuff. Typical Midwest weather. It's been great, though. Dinner at, a, great. dinner at a yeah. truck stop. Dinner yep. at a truck dinner stop. Truck yeah. stop. Coffee yeah. downtown today. Biggest Walmart awesome. I've been to in a long time. This is immersed in the north. Yeah, we're oh, immersed yeah. in it. It's yeah. beautiful. It yeah, lovely. it really is. So, folks, we hope that you enjoy. Uh, these voices from from the Midwest. These voices, voices from, from the Nebraska. Midwest. Something we haven't heard in a while. We hope you enjoyed it. I'm Paul. I'm Jennifer. We added Douglas. <laughs> Alright, welcome back everyone. We're here at Narkna 39. We're here with Tracy K. What's happening, Tracy? Tracy is the convention chairperson. She is running around. We've taken five minutes of her time while she's in the middle of it. How you feeling? Uh, excited. Excited. Yes. You've been going nonstop. We have been. <laughs> <laughs> I see you zinging, zinging, zinging. <laughs> I'm hoping my steps on my step things are like way above and beyond. And <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Yes. So who's been helping? Tell us. Tell us the what it's taken us to got get here. Oh goodness. We have we have our committee. Yep. Um, full of. Uh, who's your favorite and least favorite? <laughs> <laughs> it's like her children. You can't. A and B. <laughs> yeah. A and B. Um, I think the biggest part of us is our T-shirt sale. He's he's over there hustling away, getting our T-shirts job. going, and we have registration. We've got raffle tickets. Um, our main speakers are starting to show up. Um, we had some amazing people show up last night. So yeah, I mean, our very own Donna. Donna yeah, e Donna from the Sunday podcast morning. is speaking Sunday morning. We're excited about that wait for her to get here so what's been the what's been the biggest challenge for you not stressing out um the biggest challenge about that is uh just making sure that we have everything that we need in place um i think we have a pretty good committee and um when our stresses have been kind of above we all kind of have worked together to build that unity to try not to stress and let god take over you know we've had to invite god into a few of our meetings and uh you know, so what's well the third ours, step? So. What's where's the third step fit in here? Um, I don't know that one. <laughs> that's why I said inviting God in and letting Him take take the lead. Absolutely, the atmosphere is really cool. Supposed to be. Yeah, the atmosphere is really very cool, welcoming, very kind. Everybody's working together. Haven't seen a lot of big eyes and little U's. It's been very. Everybody's been running in and out with stuff and helping and all of that kind of thing. And you guys got the coolest looking shirts too. Yes. The merchant yeah the, the, the merchandise the, is well done. All of this table for raffles looks great. Yes. We're excited about it. So in the marathon meeting, you know that's something that, that so I I go clean going to the convention, um, the Start to Live convention in Pittsburgh. Uh, so Southwestern PA and it was the big thing. The marathon meeting started like on that Thursday, you know, whenever whenever we really kicked it off and ended Sunday. And it was just a big deal. I've been to a lot of conventions to where if there is a marathon meeting, like it, it cuts off now. 
you know, yeah. like at night, and then it opens again at lunchtime. When I when I got clean, it was the place where newcomers were because you were getting overwhelmed with all these feelings, and you yeah. needed a and place. And you stay at your you three a.m. <laughs> you know yeah, of course, you've been drinking coffee or right. Red Bull or whatever all night, and so you. But that's the thing is, workshops are great because you get some information, but there's no place to kind of go. And this is what I'm feeling. I don't feel a part of. Help yeah, me with yeah. this. And to be able to walk in there and do that—that's exactly. important. Exactly. Obviously, that's been the focus for you all. Yes, and we do have that started. The marathon meeting started at four. Well, Excellent. actually, I think they started at three. Perfect. Um, We're three thirty right now on so, Friday. And we will there every hour. Um, I think the only time we don't do them is when their main speakers are going on. But that will yeah, be open cool. twenty four hours. Like so. Are you going to find some time to go in? Um, I probably should, yes. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, if I can't, if, if I'm up like I was at 4 o'clock this morning thinking, what do I do right now, then that's where I'm going. But. Well, you're, you're about to push this baby out, so. No, it's 30 done? minutes to the first speaker. For the first speaker, yeah. So, yes. If we have some listeners who are like, man, I, I, I want to serve on a convention committee, mm-hmm. but I haven't. You haven't yet. I haven't. There's no no service. What does that person do? How do they start to get involved? Get in. First of all, get involved in your home group. If you are, you know, if you're not involved in service at the home group level, starting out, like you know, learn how to be a GSR or or a treasurer or a secretary. You know, like for me, I needed to start 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 where I was told to start, where I suggested, and that was at a home group. You know, and as a, as I kind of grew in that home group, I went to the next step and went through our area. You know, and became a part of our area and then now and then be part of the region you know I might just just suggest that you you know you have have a little bit of that knowledge of the service work and be ready to go because um, service work especially for these conventions takes commitment um, usually when we do ours it's we bid two years prior you know for the, the two years ahead and uh, so this year we didn't. We we got this one. We got this bid at nine months, so we only had nine months to put this together. But usually you get about a year or two years to put a convention together. So, you know, um, be ready to commit. Um, Say yes to your sponsor when yep. they make a suggestion. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and strap on your seatbelt and roll. Man, well, we're looking forward to this weekend. Thank you for your, you and your committee's hard work to make Absolutely. this happen. So. Absolutely. We're excited you guys are here, too. So yeah, we're glad to be let's here. Let's make this NARCNA 39 in Nebraska. NARCNA 39, Nebraska Woo! Convention, Regional Convention. Yay! Uh, welcome back, everyone. We're here with Sue Waits at the Nebraska Regional Convention. Sue's going to speak on faith, but Sue, can you tell us your clean date? Where you go to meetings and give your home group a shout out. Yes, yes. Um, my clean date's 01-2801. My home group is the Aurora Step Takers. Woo-woo. Best damn home group. <laughs> um, yeah. And so you attend meetings around this area? I do. I go people. every Friday night to my home group, and then every once in a while I'll hit some other meetings. And there's some in Hastings, which isn't too far away. Well, that's good because you're just getting started in recovery. Yeah. 2001. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just getting started. I'm still baby. <laughs> just seeing, seeing how it goes. <laughs> yeah. yep. All right, so you got faith. I got faith. Yeah. What do we think? I thinking? got lots of faith. Um, geez. So it all started in 2001, and. Uh, I was going through a messy divorce at the time, and and uh, I just remember getting on my knees going, okay, God, what do I need to do? What am I supposed to learn from this? Where do I need to go? And, like, I hear this voice saying, you know, you're going to have to leave him if you want to be okay. So 
that turned into the whole faith thing, knowing that there's a higher power out there that's really got my Did back. That, and that's and that, scary as hell. Man. It is scary, that's scary, but it's cooler than heck too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so 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 you were looking at like a leaving a spouse, divorce, mm-hmm. you know that whole that whole thing. You need a recovery. Yeah, and you know what what ties into that is the whole like financial insecurity thing, oh. and then identity. Who am I? Yeah. What? Where do I go? What? How do I live like that? Yeah. Now, had you gotten clean to discover I, this, no, or I this was, was before about, getting clean? It was about a minute clean. <laughs> about a minute clean. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like two days, I think that it's like okay, I got it. What am I going to do with this? Because I left him many times. Right. 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 So somebody who's listening, who's got a minute clean right now, how did they get some faith? Oh, man. How did you, you get know, it? I started going to meetings, and I started listening to the old timers. And I, you know, back in the day, in 2001, they told us to sit, the hell, sit down and shut the hell up. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. If they wanted to know how to use, they'd ask me. But, uh, For those listening, we all raise our hands. <laughs> Yes, yes. Sit down, shut up. Yeah, listen. Well, there's a fuck in there, too. So there's yeah. a fuck in there. Let's, yes, there let's not forget that. Tell That's people right. that these days, and they're like, they said what? <laughs> that doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah, nobody like asked that. about my feelings back no. then. No, that wasn't on the show. You know, but that's where it started, and I started listening to these. I'd go stand up beside him, and and they'd be like, "Hey," I'd be like, "Hey." <laughs> that was it. I'd listen and listen, and you know that's where it all started. Nice. Yeah. Now, now with mm-hmm. more than a minute, mm-hmm. when it's you know those meetings and those people, and you know how we get. Yep. <laughs> yep. How do you keep the faith? By doing the same thing that I did back then. Yeah. Get on my knees. Get on my knees when I'm really... I mean, I talk to God all day long. God knows I say fuck, and he knows that I'm not a perfect person here. Amen. But you know what? Yeah. You know, it works for me. And when I really, really need him, when I think, you know, okay, I got to really shut up and listen here, again, I get on my knees. Otherwise, I just talk to him all day. And so, but I got tons more faith in, or not more, but just as much faith in the people that are around me because he works through them people just as much as. So, two thoughts on that. Paul, Paul talks about that a lot. Where, remember you talking about my prayers all day. And I thought that was a beautiful, it's a, it's a very beautiful way to say, like, this conscious contact that, that we strive for, it really is. It's a, it's a, it's a prayer all day. Well, there's a, not to get too biblical, but there's something about praying unceasingly is the word. Unceasingly. And the other thing that I can't do, and she kind of alluded to this, is I can't be over here and think God doesn't hear me and be over here thinking he does. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. I can't be shitty to you and then think, then walk over here and go, please, God, listen to me now. Those are jailhouse. <laughs> right. God's hearing all my talking to everybody, not just, not just when I'm talking to him, when I'm talking to the people that love me and I'm supposed to love. You know? In the pattern that you talked about of of I'm about to do something that's going to put me in a place where I don't know what the fuck to do and I need to have faith that it's 
I'm in the care of. We talk about it in the third step. It's like I'm in the care of. I'm in the care of. That's a pattern that we experience regularly. Oh yeah. It may not be a divorce every season, but it's a, it's a, whatever the situation is, right. a, a friendship that's served as purpose. If I don't know what to do with something, or I don't know what I'm supposed to learn from it, or I, you know, I'm like lost. My favorite time to to pray is at night, because then when I wake up in the morning, I'm like hearing the answers. And I don't think of some of that stuff. So, yeah. Hi, welcome back, everyone. We're at NRCNA, Nebraska Regional Convention. We're here with Vicki P. She's going to speak on love. But first, Vicki, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and give your home group a shout-out? My name is Vicki, and my clean date is 2 Woohoo! Just getting started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New to recovery. My recovery, I have uh, two home group meetings actually. Um, a ladies' meeting, a women's meeting on Monday night, Women Rising. And I have a group that I started up, which is my primary home group. And that's a, it's called At the End of the Road. And it's a bunch of old timers. Um, okay. We have some new ones that show up. They kind See, of sit in the back of the room, but <laughs> those are a cool couple home groups. You get you get like the women's perspective. You're hanging out with them, then you get the old rotten old the rotten old guys who sit down and shut up. <laughs> who, who made this coffee? <laughs> who made the coffee? <laughs> you know, what are the, I did. I did. We have love. What are we thinking? What's that? What are we thinking? We have love. Um, I think of a lot of things. Um, the first thing about love is when I was growing up, I had such a dysfunction family that there was no love. So, um, you know, when I came in the program, all I kept looking for was love. And I didn't know where to find it because I didn't have it. And... Um, or healthy forms of it. <laughs> right. right, right. Did you look in all the wrong places like I did? <laughs> bad marriage, bad. <laughs> bad decisions, all of it. Marriages, <laughs> so, so add some plurality to that one. But when I come in the program, you know, the people in the program um, taught me how to love myself when I couldn't love myself. And um, so. That gave me a way better perspective on that maybe I would like to stay clean, you know. And and now I have so much love for the program, and I have so much love for like this is this convention. Um, I've been on every convention in this area since 1989, and so I'm you know um, I'm been to several conventions because the love of the fellowship it's a cool vibe isn't it it is it's we get recharged that's what it is it's like i get my recharge lots of hugging and people when did you first realize when did you first feel love in na like what was the first kind of thing that mm, that that's weird Um, (laughs) it was when my sponsor told me she loved me Mm. i was like what? Yeah, I hear that a lot too. Yeah, like well, my sponsor was real big on that too. Let me know. I love you. I love you. I love mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And all that stuff. And it was, and a lot of the guys there, and it was so weird, man. I got clean in 2000 in Southwestern PA, and they would be like in the same breath, what the fuck are you thinking? You know, this and that, right? And then like getting out of the car, I love you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God damn. <laughs> it is so weird. I'll do it to the sponsors on the phone. And it, and you'll hear, uh, 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 yeah, you too. 
<laughs> that is so funny, man. Hey, and you do a beautiful love. Yeah. You go, love you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, and that's so, what I say, too, sometimes. Okay. <laughs> love you. <laughs> it's beautiful, right? It's beautiful. It's like, we, we can be uncomfortable. We can be awkward. We can be uncomfortable. Yeah. And look, her story about not feeling love in childhood is common. It's a it's common, common thing. thing. But when we yeah. get here, we think we're the only family. We're the only people who feel like this. Mm-hmm. So if you're new and you don't think you can do this, you are with a whole group of people who didn't think they could do this. Exactly. <laughs> so what do you do with that sponsee that's like, oof, not that's good. weird. With that sponsee that's like, oof, that's weird hearing you say that. Or, or you know, even like starting to feel that love. You know, how do we work with those people? Um, just show them more love. Uh, I just, you know, I just take them in. And, pull them in and, harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wrap so your like, arms around them. And that's, that's what I do. It's like, no matter if they're just like, uh-huh, love. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, no, I love you. And I'm going to love you till you love yourself. Just like what was told to me. Welcome back, folks. We're here at NRCNA, Nebraska Regional Convention. We're here with LEC. She's going to speak on acceptance, but first, Ellie, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and give your home group a shout-out? Um, my clean date is 3-3-21. Um, I attend meetings in Hastings, Nebraska. And um, what was the other one, my home group? Home group. Um, probably would be Kicking Rocks. Kicking rocks. I like that. Okay. Kicking rocks. That. I haven't heard that That's one. That's it. cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> for those addicted to meth. So. <laughs> Kicking rocks. <laughs> so, so your topic's acceptance. Yes. So, what are we thinking? Um, I not only had problems accepting the fact that I was an addict, but I think that goes back to me accepting myself, thoroughly accepting like who I was, and accepting. Um, all the things about myself, and that's what kind of drove me to addiction and having to use that to cover up my feelings, and then you know, drove me down that spiral. So, so what, what were some of those like? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I'm good too, enough. Too, too, yeah. I'm not this. And that's a laundry you know, list. Yes. Yeah, I'm unworthy. I'm unlovable. I'm unlovable. All those things. I'm not. That good shit enough. don't go away with the no. day we get clean. <laughs> it really doesn't. Oh it's no, like, it's still there. It's and it's no. big. I would see people clean for a while, or, or you know, even after I've been in the recovery process for a while, okay, then I would look at people who've been clean like a long, long time, mm-hmm. and, and be like, damn, I don't see them struggling with thinking that they're this or they're that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when does it happen? Little did I know that they're actively working on it yep. at 15 years clean, mm-hmm. at 20 years clean. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I like, do. Like, I didn't start to change for me until I like, made 20 years clean. I mean, I kept working at it and working at it. Yep. It gets better, folks. Like, if you're two days clean, don't don't panic. You don't no, have to no. wait 20 years to start working it gets, on it. It gets easier. <laughs> it does. Even Absolutely. after two years. It's still, it gets easier every day for me, though. How? I'm better, um, every single day. I just, my higher power. My higher power. Every single day. And I work in a type of field where I get to help the new, you know, the newcomer people every day. In God bless program. you. You're in the trenches. So, I well, yeah. I work in a field where I get to do that. So, and I get to help women every day. Nice. In recovery. So. Yeah. And then in the program, you know, there's acceptance. I had to accept the fact that I was an addict, and that took me a few tries. Few times around. You're that. a retread like me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, a few times, a few times. And so coming to that, and you know, 
also coming yeah. in, in being in treatment and saying, all right, okay, yep. So what's the difference this time? You know, they always ask um, you that. <laughs> I, what, did you, what did you do differently? I, I, I mean, I, sur I surrendered, I think. I know it's not, it, you know, it's not my word. The topic wasn't acceptance, but I think I just, I surrendered, I was willing, and I was just, I was done. I think I finally realized that I was worth it. I was worth it, and I realized that the things I had to accept weren't as bad as I thought they were. Nice. So if someone's listening, how do they get there? Um, just realize that, I mean, we, like, you know, we got you. Like, you know, we're all out there. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's out there, you know. You're not everybody wrong. has something everybody to has where something. they think, yeah. oh, I don't want you to see this, or yeah. I don't want you to know that, or whatever. And yeah. at the end, and, and like you say, Paul, let us know that stuff about you. Yeah. yeah. We love you because of that stuff. And that's, a, that's the really good point here. If you're going to meetings and staying quiet, yeah. and then walking out, I understand, but you're never going to let us in unless you take yep. the risk. Yep. You gotta, you gotta open your mouth. Yeah. And as soon as you take the risk to open your mouth, we'll be there. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, accepting my flaws was some of the greatest moments of my recovery. Accepting my flaws because those are some of the greatest things about me. Yep. And I embrace them like you wouldn't believe. Like today is my 40th birthday. I'm celebrating 40 years old today, Fuck and yes. I'm accepting. I'm accepting it, <laughs> and it is amazing. We I'm doing go, it in darkness. So how we didn't want to go like. 39 again. I thought about it. Look at me. I don't look no. good. Oh, you look good, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm yeah. sitting here. I look 75. <laughs> <laughs> you just all look good. Like, I get but, I'm envious of that. But yeah, That's so awesome. yeah, accepting my flaws is one of the greatest things that I can good. do because flaws are amazing. Welcome back, everyone. We're here at NRCNA, Nebraska Regional Convention. We're here with Michelle M. She's going to speak on willingness, but first, Michelle, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and give your home group a shout-out? Um, my home group is Women Rising in Hastings, <laughs> Nebraska, and my clean date is June 18th, 2022. What else? You attend meetings in oh. Hastings area? Yeah, I attend meetings in Grand Island and Hastings. Perfect. And so Michelle's going to speak on willingness, but first, folks, if you're at a if you're ever at a convention with Michelle, and they give you the game to play where you have to trade bracelets, don't try to hustle her for a bracelet. Because bracelet Maven, do not try to fuck with her bracelets. <laughs> I said, hey, you need this bracelet. I need that one, and the game is you give that, and then you give me five dollars. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> 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 so, hold on, Michelle. I'm just joking. I'm just playing. <laughs> she did not have willingness to. No, she, wasn't uh, she said that stuff ended when I got clean. <laughs> Alright, so what do you think? Willingness. Um, willingness, I mean that was the key of my um, me getting sober in the very beginning is you know, I I had to hit rock bottom so bad to where I was desperate to where um, I had to be willing to do whatever it took to stay clean. Yeah. Um, whatever's asked for me, you know, where they told me to go, you know, because I was sitting in a jail cell mm. when I decided to get clean. And, um, and I don't even know what hit me. I was just, I was so down and I was so desperate to change. And because I've been in and out of prison, I've been in and out of jail and all that. Um, and none of that even mattered to me until... You know, I started losing family to cancer. 
and then um yeah then i was like and then i started i talked to a priest yeah. you know and um told him i gotta do something different and then from then on i was willing to do whatever it took to be clean because i didn't know how to do that isn't that wild when we look and see how like there, there there's no other there's no other explanation for me mm-hmm. in my experience there's no other explanation than, than a higher power touched my heart. When I got 12-step, it was very similar. This dude came and flushed the last couple of pills I had down the commode. Uh-huh. Didn't have to hustle me. Didn't have to beat my ass to do it. I was done. Yeah. He was clean a year and a half. Flushed him down the commode, man. And I was, I was like, relieved is what the feeling. Looking back now, I felt relieved. Right. Like, how does that, that you know, we, we, how do we explain other than yeah. you? you so the right divine there. inspiration came at that moment. Yeah. What what was after that? Like well, what did you yeah, do? It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, because we can see a burning bushes all day long, yeah. but we can no, keep walking. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, there was no burning bushes or anything. No. It was just like uh, I wanted something different for myself. I wanted better than a jail cell, a prison sentence. And I was facing up to twenty years in prison and I started, you know, growing you know, relationships with the guards, with the sheriff. And because I grew a relationship with the sheriff, he went to bat for me. And so I got drug court. And um, and so I went to a treatment center. And where I was in jail, I was in this hokey-doke town I've never been to. They don't do treatment bonds. And I had to put in my own work to get a free eval. There's the willingness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There it is. <laughs> what, what's it look like now? What does it look like now? You know, you're out here. You're you know, having well, a good time at the... You're so, at the convention. So, yeah, so what How did that? Well, I, I still go to my meetings. I'm still... I graduated uh, the bridge... In Hastings, Nebraska. Shout out to the bridge. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Like a, it's a uh, long-term women's house. facility. Right on. Shout out the to bridge. the ladies at the, yeah. bridge. the bridge. I did seven and a half months there. And then I got out. I got um, my own place. I got two of my kids back. And um, I'm still moving forward. Like, I don't skip a UA. I don't. I tell my uh, drug court officer everything. I tell my counselors everything. Uh, you look free. Yeah. You do. Like you look free, man. Yeah. So there's a girl sitting in the bridge or a similar place right now. What do you need to tell her? Just keep moving forward. Don't say no. You know, if they tell you to go sit in a corner, you go sit in that corner. And then it'll come to you why you need to do that. You know? Like, because mm. I used to just think all this stuff was stupid, you know, that they told me to do. But I did it anyway. And then I realized why they were having me do it is because they were building, you know, my character. You know, they're teaching me a lesson, you know, that I was learning on my own, you know. All right. Well, that's a wrap, folks. That's the Nebraska Regional Convention 39. Thanks yeah. for joining us. We love you. And yeah. thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Grand Isle. Grand Island. Yeah. Canada. <laughs> <laughs>